You are listening to the Star Coach Podcast with Meg Rentschler, Episode 75. The key is you need to block out time for you, not just appointments. That's what really, really works. So like this afternoon, I have three hours blocked out to record a bunch of YouTube videos, and I'm just going to focus on that. And if it's on your calendar, you honor that time with yourself. Mm-hmm. I even have stuff on my calendar, like once a month, I do a review of how the month went, personal and business, and the goals I want to set. Like I just calendar everything that I can so that I actually do it. Because if you get a reminder, you're going to stop what you're doing and hopefully, hopefully yes, do hopefully it. Hopefully honor that. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rentschler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Well, hello and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Meg Rentschler. If any of you are new to the show and this is the first time listening, I want to give you a warm welcome as well and let you know how excited we are to have you here. So each and every week, we share different tools and strategies and resources that we might use as coaches, whether it's building our businesses or our skill set, or as we're going to look at today, some wonderful tools that can help us stay on top of our organization and therefore help us with our time. So as I point out in the interview, as coaches, many of us are in business for ourselves and are trying to handle the aspects of business building along with delivering services. Some of us may be internal coaches and coaching is just part of our job. Many of our listeners I know are not yet coaching full-time or even coaching part-time, but they're still working on that and there's lots of balls in the air as well as for those of you who are students and working full-time and being students with all the studies and the and the assignments. I know that my students have an assignment coming up next week that they're probably not looking forward to. So all these different things create a time urgency. And our guest today is a goddess of organization. The kinds of tools that Angela Andrews is going to tell us about are going to make your life easier. Angela works with people who are feeling overwhelmed to be able to organize their lives inside and out with a system of decluttering, organizing, and focusing on what they need to do to be more productive, to have more peace in their life, and have more free time so that they can take care of themselves and do the kinds of things that they enjoy. So Angela is joining us today to talk about some of the tools that she uses in her organization and in helping her clients gain an increased sense of peace and control in their lives. What I really enjoyed about visiting with Angela 
outside of the fact that she was just delightful to spend time with, was that she's well-versed in some of these tools. So whether you use the tools that she's specifically talking about or look into other tools, what was helpful to me is knowing that some of these resources are out there and some specifics about the specific tools that she's talking about were very, very helpful. Now, I'm going to encourage you to listen all the way through the interview because Angelic just continues to give great information over and over. And at the end, she gives us a detailed explanation of a wonderful gift that she put together for our listeners. She's giving you templates and videos to help train you. I mean, I, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to take away her thunder, but I do want you to be sure that you listen till the end of the interview when Angela lets you know what her gift is. And that gift, the links for that gift will be in our show notes on the resource page at starcoachshow.com. And for those of you who are on my email list, you will also get that link emailed to you. If you want to be on my email list and you're not yet, be sure to go to starcoachshow.com and send me a note so that I can get you on my email list. So now let's go to our interview with Angela Andrews as she teaches us how to organize our lives. Well, good morning, Angela. Welcome to the Star Coach Show. Thank you so much, Meg. I really appreciate being here and I'm really excited about this. Angela has incredible energy. So every time I've talked with her, I've left in a better place than I started. And I think that that is a gift we can give all of you today in our time that we spend with Angela. Angela, you do something that I personally think is wonderful. And I assure you that the audience is going to as well. As coaches, many of us are in business for ourselves. We're trying to juggle a lot of things and be productive and spend the time we need to with our clients, yet build businesses. Maybe we're an internal coach, but that's only part of what we do. So we've got all those different things to juggle. Maybe right now, listener, you are a student who is trying to learn how to be a coach and still do whatever your eight to five job is and manage all of your studies, whatever it is. I know that we all have lots of plates that are full of things. And Angela is going to help us today learn how to organize our lives. (laughs) Everybody's like, whoa. Everybody's like, wow. So, Angela, what in the world attracted you to this whole business model of let's help other people declutter and organize and become more productive? You know, it's funny because looking back, it started when I was like in probably high school. You know, I started getting, you know, day planners, like, like even, you know, a day planner like this and stuff. And it was very exciting to me to put things on that list and cross them off. It gave me a thrill. It was the weirdest thing. I loved the whole like, you know, order of it. You write something down, you do it, you cross it off, you forget about it and move on. And I really, really love that whole process. And I became an accountant. And I think that was a big, 
part of it, you know, you have checks and balances, everything has to be in order. And I was an accountant, like a controller for 20 years. So I had to be very organized in my business. And I just realized I had this knack for simplifying because sometimes you can be organized, but it takes so much time to stay organized. It's not worth it. My son actually created a word for me and I've seen it online before, but simplified, you know, taking organization and simplifying because if it's not simple, you know, you don't want to spend hours getting organized. You, you want to have it simple so you can incorporate it every day. And I just love finding tools and tips and, and sharing that. And for me, I love the peace I get from being organized. And I love sharing that with others. You know, I recently moved back from Florida in the middle of a hurricane oh, <laughs> last my. September. And I was so organized with it. It just made my whole move easy. I mean, I literally decided to move in one day and packed up and moved. It was, it was crazy. But because but, of the way you live your life, it was a doable thing. Yes, it was completely doable. A big part because of Evernote, which I know we're going to talk about. And it was, it just made everything easier. Now I'm not saying I don't have chaos in my life because believe me, I do, but, but I ride the waves much, much easier when I'm organized. So I love sharing that with people. And you know, something might be taking someone two hours to complete and I could show them how to do it in 10 minutes. Huge I just, I love benefit. that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I love that you're going to share some of those tips with us to get, begin to wrap our minds around the possibility. Yes. So when, when you think about organizing life inside mm-hmm. and out, mm-hmm. what's, what's your process? How do you look at that? Well, first you got to declutter because we are on information overload in today's world and it's really hard sometimes. Um, so you, you, you gotta, you gotta declutter. You gotta get rid of the stuff you don't really need. You know, you may have to give up all the social media notifications if you don't want to see those. Like there's so many things pulling us in so many directions that you got to start with getting rid of what you don't really need. Okay. So being really honest with yourself, do I really need this? Is it just a habit? Is it, where is it taking me? Exactly. Exactly. If it brings me fun and joy, great. Keep it. If it's annoying and you don't really need it for your business, then let it go. You have to get out of that. You know, I'm doing it because everyone says I should be doing it (laughs) and do it because you want to do it. (laughs) So really give yourself permission to implement the things that work and let go of those that don't. Yes, yes. And be easier on yourself, too, because it's just it's crazy. You can't, you know, you know, even Facebook, just keeping up with notifications. Oh, my gosh, that's a full time job. (laughs) Yeah. And how many of those really impact you or matter? Exactly, exactly. So you got to declutter. And that includes decluttering your physical space too. you know, getting rid of things you don't need. I'm I call myself a luxury minimalist because I love nice things. So I don't want to go, you know, live in a cabin with no, you know, nice things around me. But I don't want to spend a lot of money on stuff. I'd rather spend spend the money on experiences. So that helps. First, we declutter. What do we do after we declutter? Then you got to organize. You got to implement some tools like like Evernote. Do you want me to go into some of those tools? You know what? Let's kind of do the overview and then we'll get into some of the tools. So yeah, then you got to organize what you're left with so that it's simple. It takes the least amount of time possible. 
and is easy for you to do because if you keep forgetting to use the tool or get frustrated with, it's not going to work. So you got to find what works for you. So find something that works to organize. So we're decluttered, we're organized. And then what do we do next? Then you got to focus. And this one is hard in today's society too, because you know, I, I'm working along and you get the notification, you get an email, you get a phone call, and it's very distracting. I honestly, when I was an accountant, I was a single mother, an accountant. I had this, I can do it all kind of thing. And I was very proud that I could multitask. And I think a lot of women, especially mothers can relate to that. But I was really proud that I could multitask, but multitasking does not work for me anymore. And I don't think it's a productive way to to work because if you can spend an hour or two focusing on one thing, it just is so much more powerful than spending 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. So I think the science is now showing that we think we can multitask, but in fact, we're scattered and we're not getting anything 100% when we're trying to. So it's taking longer to do those activities than if we just focused in on the activity. It's so true. I used to be proud when I was an accountant that I could talk on the phone, work on my computer and do my little 10 key at the same time. <laughs> Well, and I I have to say that I understand now that that next level of admiration for you, because the only course that I ever had trouble passing was my accounting course. (laughs) And it's the only course that I like was thrilled that I just got by by the the skin of my chin. I mean, it was it was so to hear that somebody not only isn't account but that you kind of flourish in that environment. We're always, I think, attracted to those those elements that are are not within ourselves. So I'm I'm have a whole lot of admiration. It's not my <laughs> work. Let's do a deeper dive into some of the tools that you use yourself to meet your three-point plan and that you encourage others to use. Excellent. Okay. Well, the first one I'm very passionate about, and that's the Evernote. Got to tell us more about Evernote. So many people have heard of it. I mean, probably everybody on this listening to this has heard of Evernote, but most people don't know what it does, what it can do for them and that they can get up to speed. They can learn Evernote in, in less than an hour and do what they need to do to have it, have you save time. It's, it's an amazing program. So what Evernote does is it stores all your information, everything. I used to tell my son, if something happened to me, just look in Evernote. You know, my life is in there. So it can store notes that you can create. It can store PDFs, you know, and then you don't have to keep them saved on your computer. So for coaches, some of the ways you can use Evernote is when you have a client meeting, like I have a client meeting template set up in Evernote. And it has a spot for the notes, the tasks from the meeting. I can attach a recording of the meeting. And I can actually share that note with my client that doesn't even know whatever note is. She can still see it and view it. She can view the audio or listen to the audio. Mm-hmm. So the the cool thing about Evernote is you always know where to go for information. It's always in Evernote. You're not looking on your computer for a particular file. Like if you have Word documents or Excel documents, you can attach them in Evernote and they're there so you can find easy if you want. 
and, and it's, it has amazing search capabilities. So you said one thing would be a client meeting and, and my mm-hmm. mind is going, let's say a coach who's also doing a training around something. So they're building out a training module. They've got all these different resources that would that be something that they could store mm-hmm. and work through in Evernote? Yes. Like, do you mean if they're like kind of creating a course? Yeah, and they're creating a, a course. Yeah. yeah. So all the stuff that goes with that. Yeah. So what's great is you can set up a few notebooks. It's almost like a filing cabinet, you know, open the drawer. So you can have inside that drawer, you can have different notebooks and inside each notebooks are different notes. So I recently just helped a friend with her thesis. She's doing her thesis. And so we set her up notebooks for different chapters And then within those are all her notes. And what's really cool is Evernote has a tool called Web Clipper. And keep in mind, Evernote is free. They do have a paid version that you probably want, but they do have a free one and it's free forever. And then they have a Web Clipper that's free. And what Web Clipper does is you go to a page on the internet and you can hit the little elephant button at the top of your browser and you can save that into Evernote within one second. It is now saved. And you can choose the notebook it goes to. So for example, if you're doing a workshop and you're working on module one and you find all this research you want to save and look at, you just go to the internet, hit your button, boom, it's in Evernote. And it's in that, in module one for that training. And then when you go to work on module one, all that stuff is right there. Exactly. And you can access it anywhere. You know, you can pick up your phone if you're waiting in line at the grocery store and start adding things, you know, access it anywhere. Yeah. So collecting information is so easy with Evernote. Wow. So what else do you, because you you sort of start as Evernote is your, you, you, the web clipper storing data. What about following expenses and those kinds of things, Miss Accountant? What does Evernote do to help with the whole financial aspect of our business? I love that part of it because honestly, I don't enjoy accounting anymore and I don't want to do accounting, but for my business, I got to at least track my receipts and income, right? So what Evernote can do is you can email right into Evernote. So if you got email receipts, you could email them to your, you have an Evernote address and it goes right into a notebook of your choice. So I have a notebook called receipts and I store them by year. But what's really cool is you can set up automations in your email. Like in Gmail, you can set up a forwarding so that anytime you get an invoice from Zoom, say, say Zoom bills you, that email automatically goes into Evernote without you doing anything at all. And that is such a big time saver. The other thing is they have a, another free thing called Scannable. And you put it on your phone or your iPad. And, you know, like if I go buy office supplies at the store or something, you can go into Scannable and it takes a picture of your receipt and you hit a button and it automatically goes to your Evernote notebook. So all these are the kinds of things that you're talking about that create a, take a two-hour task, and if you're doing just a little bit, a second here and a second there, it's reducing that time that you spend looking for receipts and trying to pull things together, and it's tax time, and where are all my business things, and they're in Evernote. Exactly. And then if you want to search for it, you know, you search for Zoom, and it'll bring up all your Zoom receipts. Very simple. The other way it can save time, too, is you can use programs like I use Calendly for people to schedule appointments with me. Mm-hmm. And you can actually set it up so when someone create does an appointment with you, that a note is automatically created in Evernote for you with all the details. So if you ask them questions when they book the appointment, like, you know, what do you want to work on your coaching session or whatever, 
it creates a new note in Evernote with all their answers, their name, their phone number. So when you're ready for that meeting, you pull open that note, you can put your notes from the meeting right there. You've got everything all in one place. And you also talked about templates. Earlier, you said, I have a, a template that I use for my client sessions. So what, what else can people think about with, in regard to templates in Evernote? So templates, I'm always about, you know, can you don't start from scratch unless you have to, right? So, and I've got a lot of free templates on my website as well, people can get. But a template, you know, you save it, like for the meeting agenda, it has all the pieces that you want to make sure you do on your meetings. And you just reuse that template over and over again. There's templates. You can do templates for anything. Like if you're doing a webinar, you know how you want to remember to do things like turn off your cell phone, turn off your notifications. Remember to record. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. That's a huge one. I've had many clients who actually forgot to record. You know, so you can do a template checklist that you pull up every time. There you go. There you go. I do packing checklists for trips. I have one for when I'm going to travel to a warm weather place and one for a cold weather place. <laughs> um, you, can, you can set up templates for blog posts, you know, in, in writing your blog posts to make sure you check keywords and make sure you have a proper beginning and ending. Just It's just unlimited how many ways people are using Evernote with templates. And such a key piece of information, how many of us are reinventing the wheel over and over again when in fact we have it, but maybe the time it takes to find what we did before seems like a waste. So then we just redo it. Or I know I did this two years ago, but two years ago feels like a, you know, or maybe my laptop that I was using then has died and now I've got this one. So Evernote's not stored, let's say, on your laptop. It's it's a cloud thing, I would assume. Right. It is. But what's really cool is you can set up what's called offline notebooks. So, for example, maybe you're going to travel somewhere and you may not have internet on your phone or, you know, somewhere you may not have that internet access, you actually set up offline so you can see all your notes without having to be, you know, in the cloud and on the internet, which is cool. Good. So it both gives you that opportunity to access it from anywhere. And if you don't have the access, you can actually download and have with you. Exactly. And by the way, when you're traveling, like for business trips, it's so cool to have a notebook and Evernote with your itinerary, your flight receipt, your directions, all that good stuff. So Evernote is one of your favorite tools. Yes, I love Evernote. <laughs> I love it so much I became a Evernote certified consultant. I went through their their training and and I just I, I So you're do. somebody who's gonna know every all sorts of creative ways that you can use Evernote because you're certified, you've you believe in the product, you are you could help people really get every ounce of yeah. wonderful out of Evernote. Yeah. And the cool thing is it's so simple to use. Anybody literally can, you know, learn it in less than an hour. It's very simple to use. And it's good to know. So there is a free version if people just want to kind of play with it and see what it can do for them. And then there is an advanced that you can also pay for. Yes. And the reason why people, you would most want the paid version, which is only like $60 a year for premier version is so you can search inside PDFs, which is actually really cool. So if you have a note and say you sent me a workbook or something and I attach Mm -hmm. that to the note, it'll search the words inside that, 
that PDF when you're searching, which is really cool. So if I'm looking for mindfulness and some, it's going to pull up all the parts of the, the PDFs or the files within my system that have to do with yeah. mindfulness. Which I don't even know how they do that. It's pretty mind-blowing, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we don't have to know how to be able to benefit, right? <laughs> so true. <laughs> which is so good. Yes. So what about managing time and managing our calendars and yes. managing life? Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I sometimes wonder, I have an old, my son is 30 years old now. So it's been a long time since I've had a child. But with all the information and stuff and all the communi- you know, communication, I, I don't know how parents especially do it with all the stuff going on with their business and their kids and, and all that. So, wow, it's kind of crazy. But my first thing is I have to have a digital calendar. I mean, I don't know how anyone can function without a digital because I do love the paper. I mean, I've got my little, you know, pretty day planner of my calendar sitting here, but I use a a combination system, but you got to have it in your calendar. And the key is you need to block out time for you, not just appointments. That's what really, really works. So like this afternoon, I have three hours blocked out to record a bunch of YouTube videos and I'm just going to focus on that. And if it's on your calendar, you honor that time with yourself. Mm-hmm. I even have stuff on my calendar, like once a month, I do a review of how the month went, personal and business, and the goals I want to set. Like I just calendar everything that I can so that I actually do it. Because if you get a reminder, you're going to stop what you're doing and hopefully, hopefully yes, do Hopefully it. honor that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say not only for us coaches, but I've worked with several executive clients that I've had to work on convincing them to at least experiment with setting aside time that is just their process time, somewhere at the beginning of the week, somewhere at the end of the week, to not let everyone else dictate their calendars. And they were so skeptical at first to even give that an opportunity, you know, a a two-hour block, at least two times a week, yet the, the return they got on that investment of time was so huge and was seen by their, you know, it was commented on even by the people that they work with that, you know, things were getting done. They were getting mm-hmm. things back to the people that asked for things because they blocked out time to to get centered and focused and think about and get some of those things done because so often our lives are dictated by other people's calendars if we allow that to be the case. So true. So true. And I think it's important to set the fun time too. I remember in, I think it's Julie Cameron, the Artist's Way book. Yes. That's a wonderful book. Yes. And she talks about, you should set a weekly play date with yourself. And I love that. Like that's when the magic happens when you don't think about work for a minute and you be creative or do something and, you know, put it on your calendar that every Saturday between these hours, you're going to go do something. And I think that's really important. Well, and, and it, our body does need to refuel. We can't consistently make withdrawals without making any deposits. And um, things like play days for ourselves or, or uh, a date night that, you know, where you just think about the, the fun that you're having or the, the relationship that you're in or whatever. You know, those yeah. are ways that we put deposits in. Our bodies right. are not made to just give, give withdrawals without any deposits. 
True. You know, one thing on the calendar too, I want to mention, because some people don't know about this is I know a lot of people are using Zoom, you know, today and Google Chrome at least has an extension that you can get. So when you go to your calendar to set an appointment, there's a little button you just click to say, make it a Zoom meeting. And it automatically pulls a new meeting ID from your Zoom and you can create that meeting, which is actually a really big time saver. You don't have to go into Zoom, set up the meeting and all that stuff. So that's a really big time saver. That is a big time saver. And I just learned something new as well. I had no, and we do everything on Zoom. So (laughs) I know, what did we do before Zoom? I don't know. You talked about using an an auto scheduling calendar as well, one that that I would assume that is linked and that people can kind of access the calendar without you being the in-between person. Is that? Yes. So what I do with my clients is I have a page and it's actually, it's not on my menu of my website because it has my coaching rates and stuff. So I have a link called you know, my website name, scheduling and payment. And when they know when they want to set a new appointment with me, they go to that page. And on the page, there's a button to prepay coaching hours, you know, different blocks of hours. And then right next to it is my Calendly calendar. So they can make their payment if they need to and schedule their time all right there on that page. And you're not emailing each other back and forth. Well, can you meet Wednesday? Can you meet Thursday? which is so crazy. (laughs) Well, it's a crazy waste of time. It really is. And does your calendar also kind of send reminders? And and, because I think that that's key. If the amount of return on investment you get by reminding people, but not you having to be the one to remind, then people are more likely to make their appointments. You're not getting no-shows and last-minute cancellations. If you have like this 24-hour, hey, you've got an appointment tomorrow, reminder, Mm -hmm. it, it just really... I mean, that might be like, well, people might be thinking, well, of course, but that really is something to consider when you think about the calendar you want to invest in. Exactly, exactly. And what, you know, I know there's a lot of good scheduling programs out there like Schedulicity and stuff. I tried a few. I really like Calendly the best. And they also have a free version if you only have one meeting type. But what I like is when someone goes to schedule an appointment, Calendly looks at my my Google calendar and make sure that I'm free at that time. So if I have another appointment scheduled or I got a personal appointment, it won't let someone schedule a time during that. And that's a really big time saver. That certainly is. We could do a whole show around that because my mind's thinking, well, how does it do that? So it's your Google calendar that that coordinates with the calendar. I can't even say Calendly. Calendly. Okay. And actually, when we talk about my little free gift for everybody, I have a video on how to do that free. (laughs) Oh, excellent. Well, actually, we're going to talk about, is it Trillo? Yes, yes. So there's there's a lot of different task management programs out there, obviously. And I swear I have used them all because I love trying them out. It's like my addiction, I guess. So, you know, there's Wonderlist and Asana and Trello and Todoist. And, and the key is finding one that works for you. I'm right now using Trello because I'm a very visual person and you can add these pretty colors and images and, and it makes it more fun. So, but the key is, is getting a task management program. You got to have one. Even if you use paper, I really believe it's important to have a digital one too, because it's too easy to lose paper or, you know, you're, you're out and about and you don't have it with you. And if you have like Trello installed on your phone, you can add a task. 
Not to mention if you have coaching clients where you're working together on a project, you can share, like with Trello, you can share a board with them and you can each add tasks and see what each other's doing, which is really cool. So big, big important step there. <laughs> so, so you talk about this task management system and for anybody who hasn't used a task management system, can you give us a clearer view of what that might involve? Yeah. So it's kind of as simple as writing a task like you would on a piece of paper. You can just type in your tasks. You can add a due date, you know, so that you get reminded. But what's really great is say the task was to write, you know, a guest blog post or something. Well, when you write down that task, when you record that task in your task management program like Trello, you can attach files. So maybe you have a document that you want to read before you do the task, you can attach it. So everything's in one place. So you're not looking again, you could put a link to your Evernote of stuff you have saved. It's just a really easy way to to keep it there. So what I recommend people start with is do what I call the brain dump. And whenever I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed, I just stop everything and I get a paper or I do it digitally and I just write down every single thing I can think of that has to be done in my life or business, like literally everything. And then I start categorizing it. And when you use a digital program, it just makes it so much easier because you can say, here's my errands I need to run. Here's my personal stuff I need to do. Here's my business. And you've got it all right there. And and you're not saying you're going to get it all done right now. There's but it's just, out of your head and onto an organizational. Yes. And that, that to me brings relief, just putting it down so I know it's not going to get forgotten. And so that is really big for the, you know, putting that in there. And then what I do is every week, I only let myself focus on three things. Like for my three personal, three business, there's something about the power of three that works really, really well for me. And I know other people feel that way too. So I literally, on my wall right here, I have my three main business goals this week. I just concentrate on those and I'm doing a bunch of other stuff. But if I keep those three in my head, I get a lot more done and don't get pulled in so many different directions. Good tip. What about this OYL hybrid method? (laughs) Well, OYL stands for organize your life because I'm about organizing your life inside and out. So it's kind of my oil method. So I've tried many different programs for task management, but I always come back to paper. There's something cool about paper. I I have a hard time letting go of paper too. Yes. So, and I'm pretty much paperless in many, many things. And so what I do is I have my, my, all my tasks in Trello, they're all there. And then every Sunday I do a review and I pick which ones I'm going to work on for the week. And I write them down on a big piece of paper with beautiful colored Sharpie markers. Because <laughs> you did mention that you like it being creative and, and yeah. colorful and it draws you in. Yeah, I have a basket literally of colored Sharpie markets, markers next to me. <laughs> so I do that and then I hang it on the wall because the thing about digital programs, it's too easy to forget that, that those tasks are sitting in there. So if you're like me and you need something visual, then, you know, stick it on your wall or stick it next to you or something. So I call it my hybrid method of the digital and the paper. And it works really well because you get the best of both worlds, really. And you brought up that that whole point about you need to kind of 
zero in on what is it that's going to speak to you. So for for Angela, it's color and vibrance and and creating. And then other people might be something different, but sort of give yourself permission to explore and figure out what is it that's going to really speak to me. Exactly. Because what works for me doesn't work for everybody. So with my clients, I I find out, you know, maybe they want to be all digital and that's great. Or maybe they just flat out can't do digital and that's okay. You just got to figure out what works for you and stick to it. And the key is every week, review your week, plan your new week. That's the key. Because if you don't do that, you're not going to get your adrift. (laughs) Before you know it, you have drifted 1000 miles out of range. Exactly. You were kind enough to put together a gift to share some of these concepts with the audience. Can you tell us a little bit about the coaching toolkit you put together? I got to tell you, I had so much fun putting it together because I just love these little toolkits. So what it is, is you will get several different Evernote notes that you can save into your own Evernote. So when you get the kit, you're going to be given a link and all you do is get a free Evernote account and hit save to my Evernote and you'll have these particular notebooks that I created for you, these notes. And so there's one that there's a meeting agenda template in there. There's a Evernote toolkit to teach you Evernote in about probably about 35 minutes of video. You can be up to speed with Evernote. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's so quick. And there are, um, there's a video on there on how to set up Calendly and how to link that and everything. And then there's a bunch of resources of products that I use that have saved me a lot of time. So it's also got 16 coaching forms in there, you know, like an engagement letter, a, you know, what's expected of you and you can, they're in Word doc format. So you can download them and tweak them, put your logo, your colors, and they're yours. You can reuse them over and over again. So wonderful. Thank you, Angela. I'm thanking you in advance for for the (laughs) listeners because it's, it's really wonderful. And takes what you told us today and and helps us go a little bit deeper and to better understand. And I will definitely have all the links on how to reach you. And if people want to connect with you, I know that you're open to, yeah, people reaching out. So definitely. I love, I love helping people. So any questions, love it. (laughs) Well, thank you for bringing your expertise, which is not my expertise. So thank you for bringing your expertise to the show today and, and just helping us realize that there are tools available that if we didn't know about them, how are we supposed to be able to access them? Yes, exactly. And I've, I've loved sharing the information. I always use the hashtag love simple because I just love the simple part. So thank you for letting me share some of my tips and tools. (laughs) It was wonderful to have you here with us. Thanks. After my interview with Angela, we worked together for about an hour on all the things that she does with her clients, helping me understand what Evernote is, setting things up. She is amazing. And I strongly encourage you to access her free gift that she has put together specifically for the Star Coach audience. It is 
absolutely fabulous with training and videos and templates. Just as she mentioned, it is wonderful. So you can access that through the link on our show notes. You can go to the resource page at starcoachshow.com and get the link there. And as always, if you would like to be on my email list so that you get those links sent to you and you know what's going to be on every show, be sure to sign up for my email list either by downloading the free gift at starcoachshow.com or sending me a note through the contact page. I'd love to hear from you. So I want to thank Angela Andrews once again, not only for giving us so much information during her interview, but also for putting together that fabulous gift for our listeners. If you'd like to know more about Angela, check out the resource page. And while you're on the site, you might sign up for the ongoing book giveaway so that you're in the drawing for our the books that have been donated by our fabulous guests the things that they've written. Now be sure to tune in next week when I interview DJ Mitch on her fabulous book, Zombies to Zealots, Reawaken the Human Spirit at Work. It's a wonderful book. It was a really fun interview to do, and I'm looking forward to sharing it with you next week. So until next week, this is your host, Meg Rentschler, wishing you the very best for your coaching success.